Fetch your earbuds and stay tuned for some pure pet care conversation. Because it's a dog's life with pet and cannabis expert Angela Ardolino. Learn the best holistic practices from top pet industry professionals and listen in on why CBD might be a whole different animal for your best in show buddy. Here's your new best friend about pets, Angela Ardolino. Hey everybody, it's Angela Ardolino with It's a Dog's Life and I'm here talking to one of my uh, favorite vets that I've recently met um, out in Hawaii and we are still in pandemic so I can't go visit but I cannot wait to go visit and uh, see everything that she's doing there and one of the most exciting things about um, the, my guest today is that she is so open to these holistic remedies that help our pets and they're ones that that I haven't even heard of, um, and combining them with uh, other holistic modalities like CBD, a full spectrum CBD oil, or uh, combining acupuncture. And one of the things that I'm excited to talk to her about today is ozone therapy, which is something that I am getting into for uh, treatment of osteosarcoma for my Doberman Nina, who has it, who was just diagnosed in July. So this is something that I want to know about. It's another natural element that helps our pets so much. So I'm so excited. Uh, Dr. Wendy Asato, thank you so much for joining us today. Please first tell our guest where you're calling us from because it makes me jealous. <laughs> Hi, nice to be with you today. I am calling from, actually, I'm in Honolulu, Hawaii. I practice in Kailua on the other side of the island, but it's... Uh, it's just, uh, it's just breaking dawn right now and the birds are singing and it's, uh, it's a great day and uh, happy to be here. Awesome. Now, are, are you from that area? Have, did you move there? Born and raised. Oh, neat. That must be yeah. so nice. And how, it, it's really great. And you are a holistic veterinarian. How long have yes. you been practicing? I've been practicing. Um, I graduated in 99, so I've been practicing for like 21 years now. Uh, I, I've been doing holistic medicine the entire time. I was lucky enough in vet school, we had a, uh, an acupuncturist who went to vet school and she started teaching veterinary acupuncture. So like a puppy dog, we'd follow her around from, you know, like year one. And um, by senior year, we we're actually allowed to sort of sit in and take the CSU, Colorado State University's acupuncture course. That was really a wonderful opportunity. Yeah. yeah, it's because, you know, a lot of pet parents don't know that, you know, when you go to vet school that there's so much missing from, mm -hmm. you know, they don't teach you about diet and nutrition. They certainly don't teach you about holistic uh, modalities like acupuncture or chiropractor, Chinese herbs or any of this. So um, when you get a holistic vet that has gone out past vet school and made sure that they've learned all of these things, to me, that's the type of vet that you're going to want um, because they're constantly educating themselves. They're constantly, mm -hmm. the best part about these holistic vets, and I don't think I've met one yet, they're open to cannabis. They're open to CBD because they're like, well, why not? If this is going to help pets, let me look more into it instead of, oh, nope, can't do it, never heard of mm -hmm. it, not, wasn't taught anything about it. So mm -hmm. that's what I think my favorite thing about you holistic vets are, is oh, how open-minded you are, how it makes sense. Of course, why wouldn't we want to try something that's more natural first? 
And then if those things don't work, there's a place for prescription medications. Mm -hmm. There's a place for these other, you know, for chemotherapy and radiation, but they don't have to be the first thing we always turn to. Mm -hmm. Um, So I have, you had some wonderful experiences where you had, you know, of course I'm selfish. I want to know all about if you've had somebody Mm -hmm. with osteosarcoma and what kind of experiences maybe you've had, or let's talk about ozone therapy. What? is ozone therapy for our listeners who have no idea what I'm talking about, because that was me. I had no idea what I was, mm-hmm. what I was talking about. I still, I have the machine. I still don't understand what I'm supposed to do. So I'm excited <laughs> to find out about it. What is so, ozone therapy? So ozone therapy is using primarily it's oxygen. That's what you're instilling into a local site or into the bloodstream. Um, and you are using an ozone generator. Ozone is very, like the gas, it's very unstable. It's, it's O3. It's three molecules of oxygen, but it quickly wants to split up back into one o, you know, oxygen and, and O2. But the whole fact is that oxygen heals, and that's the basic premise of, of, the premise of, of ozone therapy, is you, it, it not only heals, but you, know, you bring in blood supply and healing but oxygen will kill bacteria, it'll kill cancer cells, that sort of thing. So there's a different, there's so many different ways to use ozone. Um, I got the veterinarians, this is not what you would do at home, but the veterinarians do a therapy called um, autohemotherapy, where you take the, the animal's blood, and if you heparinize it or make sure it doesn't clot, then you can ozonate it and put it back in, and that goes and circulates through the body, and that's you know, best for cancer and building immune system. Basically and, uh, what you're doing is putting that O3 into the bloodstream and it will yes. find the cancer cells and start mm-hmm. killing them. Yeah. Because cancer loves to use blood to grow so that, you know, it's going to, you know, it's going to go to that site where the, the, the cancer cells are just taking in that blood and growing. So it'll, it's good to go to where it needs to go. Um, there's it, another... So when it gets there, what does it do? Like, you know, I know what THC does to cancer cells. You know, it suffocates them. They can't, they can't thrive and they die. Is that kind of the same thing that happens with oxygen? Um, it's, yeah, it's, it's kind of like a, it's kind of strange because it also will kill free radicals, but it, it can also engender free radical formation as well. So you do have to be careful about your doses, but it does kill the, the, the cancer cells. They can't live in high oxygen states. Kills wow. bacteria, viruses, you know, and, and um, so, yeah, I don't even want to talk about COVID and what it, what it can do for COVID, but it can do that too. And sadly, it's not being broadcast right. uh, that we can use, co- you can use oxygen, um, so o- ozone therapy for COVID. Yeah, but, uh, that was probably the first thing I read. And I was like, well, let me hurry up and get my machine before this, this gets out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Smart. Yeah. Yeah. That's happening in a couple things. It also happened with um, when I reordered my mushrooms. There, Uh a story came out about certain mushrooms being Mm -hmm. antiviral, (laughs) and I can't get that mushroom right now because a story leaked out of it. But these are pretty popular. Yeah. Yeah. These are things that we know about all the time, and we don't turn to them just when a pandemic strikes. We we do it every. This is how we treat. Um, viral bacterial infections on mm-hmm. a regular basis is with these natural things instead mm-hmm. of, and, and why this is better so that our listeners know is that instead of putting something in the pet's body that is going to um, maybe 
help whatever that issue is, but then also cause other problems Mm -hmm. or damage or side effects. Um, So those are the types of things that, you know, if I can go natural and it's going to work, why not? If there's not, are there side effects to doing ozone therapy? There are like, there could be some free radical formation. So dosage is important. And um, you do hear about, people injecting ozone gas directly into a vein, which is, is very frightening and can cause problems. I think it's caused more problems with humans. So, I mean, there are naturopathic physicians that use ozone therapy in humans, and that has and been I a know, problem. Mm-hmm. And I know that there's different ways to do it. So Definitely. you talked yeah. about taking the blood out. Um, I know that you can do it through their ear, through the mm-hmm. um, that you can also put a bag, like, so yes. for Nina, the first thing that I was going to try to do was the, you know, bagging the arm that Mm -hmm. has tumor on it. How does that work? So what, like, explain that to me. So that's going to be more, I mean, the the limb bagging is more for like injuries and wounds that are open. So when the ozone just penetrates uh, the wound that way, I think for, um, for osteosarcoma, you can probably inject it directly. So you can I tend to use this where I ozonate saline and I'll inject it into tumor sites or abscesses or infected areas. And it works really well. Um, So that makes sense to me, but it doesn't make sense to me on osteosarcoma because it's such a, like a hard, you know, hard, feels like a hard bone mass. I don't even know, like every other tumor I could see, here's the tumor. This is it. This is the top of it. It's squishy. It's round. It's you know, whatever, but it's not like a hard bone. So like no. you say that, I don't understand. We still, you put a needle into, or you, find or you can do it bus. in the, the surrounding tissue. And so it can penetrate that way. Or you can shoot gas into it, the ozone gas that way, as long as you're not getting into a vein, um, being careful. And, and there are veterinarians that do what we call DIV, which is it's direct intravenous ozone into, into the blood. Those tend to be more large animal vets um, where they can take a little bit more, but you do worry about um, gas emboli uh, causing some problems. So I don't, um, I don't know really of any small animal vets that are doing that. They do tend to do more, take the blood out, ozonate it, put it back in or do saline, things like that. So I and think I- for the osteosarcoma, I would definitely do the major autohemotherapy where you're drawing out the blood, shooting it back into a vein. Okay. Um, And there's another adjunct to that where they actually use um, UV light and they'll run the the blood through UV light before they put it back in. And what is that? That that supposedly kills uh, more of the cancer cells. Um, I I haven't personally don't do that. And I'm certainly going to look more into that there. I'm actually taking a, uh, a course later this month on how to use that sort of that modality. Mm -hmm. Um, and, you know, if any of you are interested in ozone, there's a great website, o3vets.com. They have a YouTube channel. They're good at educating the public. They're great at educating veterinarians. So I'm going to be taking their seminar later this month. Oh, good. I, yeah. well, I, I've watched many of their videos and, you know, it, I, I'm, I sign up. I'm, I believe in it. I want to do it. But it is still difficult and scary as a pet parent to do it. Yes. And yeah. as you know, it's hard to find a vet also to do mm-hmm. it. So I, think I would love to go to a vet and, um, and have it done. I do mm-hmm. know um, that there are vets who actually will let you, will ozonate 
uh, saline for you mm-hmm. and then you can go home and use it however you want. Sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. Is that something that you would recommend? Is I every, would probably, basically, is everything safe except for the, um, you know, if you're going to punk, put something inside their skin or mm-hmm. blood or whatever, leave that to the vet. But if you're bagging or doing water, mm-hmm. uh, like putting it in their water, you can oz- ozonate their water, correct? Yes, you can, certainly. The thing about ozone gas is that when you do have it at room temperature, it pretty much dissipates within about 30 minutes. So a lot of times what veterinarians will do is they'll ozonate saline or water and and freeze it and then give it to the client. So it remains um, more stable in a frozen state. So like I'll have people like freeze the saline that I've done, like if they're doing eye washes, I'll make make it like in an ice cube tray. So they take out one ice cube and they'll melt that and and wash out the eye or they'll wash out the wound or something like that. That's another way to do it. Um, uh, that's awesome. We, we have to take a short break and we're going to okay. come right back. But, um, eye issues, I know eye issues are so hard to treat and, and mm-hmm. especially pet parents are so scared to treat. And yet a lot of times I find them as one of the easiest things because there are so many safe things that you can put directly into the eye. Um, so we're gonna take a short break and we'll be right back and we'll talk about that. It's a dog's life. We'll be back once we take our sponsors out for a short walk. Elevate your every day with that Shuggies feeling, with the sweet taste of Shuggies. Add a cup of Shuggies to your morning coffee. Ah, how sweet it is. Shuggies infuses cannabis and cane sugar to make it the perfect sweetener with benefits. Make your happy hour happier with a dunk of Shuggies in your drink. Order your Shuggies now at S-H-O-O-G-I-E-S dot com or find it in dispensaries throughout California. Whenever you crave a little sweet, pick up Shuggies, the sweet, sweet, take-anywhere treat. Plant Profits. I'm Vern Davis, and I'd like to introduce you to some of the most forward-thinking executives and companies in the cannabis industry. We call them the Plant Profits. Each week on Plant Profits, we talk to the people at the forefront of the industry, creating real companies and career opportunities. We'll learn from the people leading the charge into the promised land of profit. Plant Profits is powered by Protus Global, people solutions firm that has been building companies, changing lives since 1995. P-R-O-T-I-S global.com. Protus Global. Find Plant Profits now at CannabisRadio.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Stop barking up the wrong tree. We're back with more of It's a Dog's Life with Angela Ardolino, only on Cannabis Radio. All right, we're back with Dr. Wendy Asado, and we're talking about ozone therapy, which is an, an awesome holistic uh, modality that you can use on your pet to help all kinds of issues. Um, I found out about it because Nina, my Doberman, my eight-year-old Doberman was diagnosed with osteosarcoma in July. And of course I went down the rabbit hole to do everything I possibly can to help her holistically. And that's how I discovered ozone therapy. And I actually bought the machine. Um, and we have, uh, we do have a chief vet that's with us both in our grooming and, and boarding business and in our CBD business. And we want him to learn all about it because, of course, we want him to be able to um, offer that to 
any of our clients that come into our shop. Um, but it's something that a parent who is taking control and trying to get these things and or can't find a vet near them that has ozone, it's something that you can do yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, and the company you said was O3Vets.com, mm-hmm. which I know yeah. they have uh, webinars and all the information you could possibly need to figure out mm-hmm. how to do it yourself. But still, being able to talk to you is so much better because it still doesn't make sense to me. And I like to be able to ask someone I trust these questions. Um, so we were talking about eye issues. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because full spectrum hemp extract is wonderful for eye issues and or uh, THC is mm-hmm. wonderful because it reduces the pressure and takes care of it. But their CBD will raise the pressure in the eye. So mm-hmm. we have to be really careful. It doesn't treat all, all issues mm-hmm. of the mm-hmm. eye and you have to be really careful. However, things like um, O3 or uh, colloidal silver, these things that if your dog simply, there's nothing worse than when I get an email from someone and their dog's eye is a disaster. Mm-hmm. They don't have any idea. Maybe it was a scratch or something got in it or whatever. That happens to me on a regular basis here at my rescue farm. And I literally spray mm-hmm. colloidal silver and, you know, wash the uh, eye, make sure uh-huh. nothing's yeah. cut too bad or whatever, flush the eye with colloidal silver. And it's it's gone. I just had it with my bunny, which I thought the eye was going to be lost. I've done it with chickens. I've done it with bunnies. <laughs> so it's like see, full spectrum hemp extract in their mouth, colloidal silver in their eye to reduce inflammation, to help kill any bacteria or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's back to normal. I can't imagine what O3 can do. Yeah, so, and because, yeah, because the cornea is definitely a low oxygen area. You can certainly these ulcers, you hear stories from other vets of, of ulcers that are melting the cornea and, you know, every the ophthalmologist thinking this eye is pretty much going to, you know, just be toast <laughs> and people will flush it with ozonated saline and the eye, you know, the, the cornea can now heal and it looks much, it looks much better. And I think on the O3 Vets YouTube channel, there's probably something on that. I remember hearing about that. And so I have used it in some some cases and it has worked really well. Um, and that's, that's just another thing to work because there isn't a lot that Western medicine has to offer. I mean, you can, you can do surgery where you, you know, draft, you, you take the, 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 the tissue and the eyelid and you bring it up and you sew it around the hole. But other than that, it's kind of like the owner's up every, every hour putting eye drops in the eye of antibiotics. So yeah, oh, I, it's, I've known people right. who, uh, had put their dog down because they were, they just thought it was was too much work or she was in pain or whatever it is. And I was just like, I, I, you know, dogs being put down because they're inconvenient is something that's happening a lot and it's terrible. Um, it makes me really angry. I also can kind of, you know, feel for the pet parent who is going broke, trying Mm -hmm. to make it better. It's one of the reasons I do what I do. The, I think that the end of the day, we all don't want to see our animals suffer, mm-hmm. um, which is why I, you know, do a full spectrum hemp extract. It, mm-hmm. That removes pain and suffering, no matter what the situation is. And that's what I, I can't even think straight until that's taken care of. You mm-hmm. know, we just don't mm-hmm. want them to suffer. I find sure. that's probably the most common thing, but yes, suffering and then, 
constantly having um, the dog that I'm talking about, you know, just giant mucus coming out. Her eyes looked mm-hmm. like they were going to pop out of her head, constant having to put, give drops or pills or whatever. And mm-hmm. they, they put her down and they didn't need to put her down. No, um, they didn't. And it's so frustrating because you just want to go. I, I, I know you see them too. I, I constantly say this on my show, 80% of the dogs that come into my shop, I have one little shop and we see um, anywhere between 70 and 100 dogs on a Friday or Saturday. That's how many wow. dogs come to my little shop. And 80% of them have major issues mm-hmm. in the eyes. <laughs> and it's mostly in the dogs that need to be groomed because the hair gets into their mm-hmm. eyes and starts scratching mm-hmm. their cornea and it gets infected. And the next thing, you know, I mean, I can't even, can't even deal with some of what I see come in through the shop. And I know that something like an ozone liquid or a colloidal silver to Mm -hmm. keep it clean, to keep it. I have a Shih Tzu right now who has one eye. Um, Mm. And we, we did nothing. It completely disappeared. It like, we said that it exploded. We have no idea. She's a rescue. Mm. It was a disaster. She had lymph, she's, she has lymphoma, multi-centric lymphoma. She has Cushing's. She's thriving right now. Right. Um, both of her eyes had the, I don't know what it's called, but I see it all the time with Shih Tzu's where it looks like there is literally a separate hairball on the cornea. Mm. Just these round, hard things that they can't see. And both of her eyes look that way. And one of them gave up and the other one is perfect now hmm. on full spectrum CBD, raw oh, wow. diet, right. um, yeah. treating everything holistically. Mm-hmm. Um, so I know it's a common issue and I don't think people know that it could start with not grooming your dog enough and their hair going into their eyes and simply scratching it and starting, you know, mm-hmm. a problem or an issue. Um, so I love that there's yeah. this, this other thing out there that they can do. What is kind of the biggest thing that you've what was your biggest success that you've used ozone for? Ozone. Well, I haven't cured anybody of cancer, unfortunately, but you know, I hear a lot of these stories from other vets that certainly you can, you can not cure, but you can tumors start shrinking and whatnot. Um, uh, I've had, I guess the ability to extend life and I only extend life if they're comfortable. Right. And certainly uh, much more than, with just chemotherapy or rather regular conventional medicine. I think more of what's um, better, what I've seen more uh, positive effects with ozone using for arthritis or injuries, where you actually do a, you do a therapy called prolozone where you take like vitamin B12 and and, um, you inject it into the joint and then you follow it with ozone and that heals, you know, any kind of tendon ligament issue takes long time. To, re- to resolve because they are low oxygen areas. And so you shoot ozone in there and I've had dogs, like big dogs with, with ACL tears and the owner doesn't want to do surgery. So you shoot ozone into their knees. And I've had a, a good success with a big lab. She was overweight and she came up lame and I started doing ozone uh, into the joint every week. And now she's, she's sound. And wow. they come in every once in a while when she tweaks it, but that, I mean, that's a, gr- that's a great outcome. The dog didn't have to go to surgery. That is um, 
And mm-hmm. you know, pet parents need to understand every time you put your dog under for surgery that that's taxing on them. If we can do something that's holistic and we don't have to do the surgery, that's the way to go. And I know a torn ACL or an injured ACL is not a cheap surgery yeah. and it's not guaranteed to last or stay, correct? No, it's not guaranteed. And I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying don't do a surgery right. for some people. It's it's a better option because, you know, once you, you tear one leg, it's going to tear again. The other one's going to tear in a year or two. So, you know, the, for that person, if surgery is great, if, if you can't afford it or they don't want to do surgery, there's another option. And, you know, I think it, it, it helps with pain pretty quickly. So the dog doesn't suffer if you're waiting for surgery, which is painful. Or you can use it as an adjunct to surgery where they can recover faster. Um, but, you know, if you're looking to do ozone at home, I think the easiest and the safest thing to do, and it sounds gross, but you can actually insert um, a catheter up the butt gently and you can shoot ozone gas up and it gets absorbed immediately into the blood, the bloodstream, especially good for liver problems because it absorbs and it goes into the liver right away. And that's it. And you see there's like a lot of videos on, on YouTube about people doing this at home and you think, oh, my God, my dog's never going to let you. But. Actually, there's a lot of dogs that will. <laughs> yeah. Uh, when we did our tour, um, we visited Dr. Jill Rubin in New Jersey, I believe she is. And mm-hmm. she allowed us to sit in on a nozone therapy rectally mm-hmm. on a Weimaraner. And it's very, the, the dog didn't care. They just laid there. It was very, it almost seemed like, is this really doing anything? So it's yeah. really doesn't sound as bad as it is. And you know what, listeners? It's also a great place to put CBD oil for the same reason, because it gets absorbed mm-hmm. so quickly. Mm-hmm. So when people are like, I don't want to put it on the gums or he won't let me touch his ear. I'm like, all right, well, do you want to put it up the butt instead? Cause you can do yeah. that. <laughs> but interesting that you're saying that about liver, because I always have, you know, liver and heart are my, you know, even though full spectrum extract is a cardio protective, mm-hmm. um, you know, I still, when it comes to the heart and liver, I feel like that that full hip extract that's probably it's where it's weakest. So I'm glad mm. to hear that this is so good for the liver. What does it mm-hmm. do? So you you put the gas rectally and if I remember she had it in a big syringe mm-hmm. and she just it's, slowly put it in. Put it in. Yep. Um, it's so what does it do for like a liver cancer or liver problems? Like so how- same thing like exposing cancer to that oxygen, high oxygen concentration. And it also boosts antioxidants. I mean, well, it's antioxidant. So you're, it's a free radical scavenger. So you're going to help the liver. And uh, anywhere you introduce oxygen, it helps healing, right? It brings in circulation. Um, so that's pretty much what it's doing. But since the liver, the bloodstream from the liver is, is pretty much supplied by the intestinal organs and you're shooting it right into that colon, it goes straight it. into the liver. But then it goes, the liver is so responsible, you know, it takes that blood and it goes through the liver. And so if it's in the liver, it's pretty much in your bloodstream in your body. So for somebody who's not anywhere near a veterinarian that's able to do the IV access, you can do it rectally at home and it's easy enough to do. It's safe. Um, All those other, you know, those modalities you mentioned where you're doing bagging and in the ears and all that just be aware that you can't breathe in ozone gas. It's actually very toxic to the lungs. So when you're doing something like that, you can actually get a ozone, uh, an oil bubbler and you bubble it through that first and what comes out of the oil is not toxic. And then it's safe to put in the ears and have the animal breathe it or you breathe it to 
boost your immune system or to fight the common cold or the flu or whatnot. And so that's safer. I have to take another break, but I want to go into that a little bit more because I'm not sure Sure. I understood it. So we're going to take a quick, quick book and then, yeah, I want it. I want this to be able something that pet parents feel comfortable doing at home. And basically Mm -hmm. that's what I want to know. I want you to tell me all the things that are dangerous or that I shouldn't do and how Mm -hmm. to keep myself safe. So we'll talk about those things when we come right back. It's a dog's life. We'll be back once we take our sponsors out for a short walk. Hey, take a look at this. They're selling smart pots. They have pot that can make you smart? Where is it? Not that kind of pot. Smart pots are the best aeration container to grow your plants. Check this out. This is the original fabric container for faster producing, healthier plants. They're made with a superior fabric that delivers high yields. Plus, smart pots are reusable and sustainable, so you can use them over and over again, no matter if you use them indoor or outdoor. That's very smart, but how good are they for the environment? Smart pots are BPA-free and lead-free, so you'll always be able to ensure a pure, clean grow, and they're 100% made in the U.S. Over 28 million smart pots have already been sold, so it seems like a smart investment. Look for smart pots and close to 2,000 garden centers throughout North America and ask for the original fabric container. Find a store near you or order yours online at smartpots.com. It's time to Hemp Present. I am going to titillate your audio orifices with weekly radio rendezvous with some of the premier movers, shakers, and history makers of the cannabis community. Radio resident Hempo sapien Vivian McPeak. I will be putting out a call to action on the issues of the day and putting your interests under the big lights as I provide cannabis commentary and weekly interviews that go straight for the nugular. Marijuana! Hemp Present, only on Cannabis Radio. Stop barking up the wrong tree. We're back with more of It's a Dog's Life with Angela Ardolino, only on Cannabis Radio. All right, we're back. It's a Dog's Life, and I'm talking with Dr. Wendy Hasato from Hawaii, Honolulu, Hawaii, calling us. And we're talking all about ozone. Um, And you just explained to us um, about bubbling it first. Mm -hmm. So I'm a pet parent at home, and... Let's say, let's say I'm treating Nina, my Mm -hmm. osteosarcoma, or what are some of the other things that you just mentioned, which to me are so, uh, this is what I, this is what I feel like, um, I'm very passionate about this week. I feel like pet parents, there's pet parents that run to their vet Mm -hmm. when anything goes wrong. Their dog has diarrhea, they run to the vet. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately they're not running to a vet like you. They're running to a vet a conventional vet who's mm-hmm. going to give them a terrible prescription diet, going to put them on a painkiller for no reason. They're going to put them on an antibiotic for no reason. Um, so it's just because they don't know what it is and they have to, they feel like they have to appease the pet parent. Mm-hmm. Um, and then things just go so wrong after that. They can't recover. They keep doing it. Then it's steroids mm-hmm. and it's more. Mm-hmm. And then the gut, uh, microbiome is destroyed. And now mm-hmm. we have to like try to bring the animal all the way back. So I'm trying to give them the power of, you know, your pet, you don't need to rush to the vet when there is a diarrhea or I don't, I can't even think of something or they throw up. I would be broke 
<laughs> if I ran to the vet every single time. It was almost like out of out of necessity that I needed to learn how to do certain things so that I didn't go broke because mm-hmm. I have nine dogs. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> and chickens and ducks and geese mm-hmm. and, and all of them. And and <clears throat> it took a wonderful holistic vet to say to me, Angie, you know what you're doing. Like I I was losing my mind over one time, uh, two of my geese got botulism. Oh, and yeah were, I don't know if you've ever seen that, but they literally mm-hmm. lose control. They throw mm-hmm. themselves poop everywhere. They can't do anything. I have to force feed and force everything. And, um, I just was hysterical and calling him mm-hmm. and he goes, so what are you doing? And I told him what I was doing. And he goes, you know what you're doing. So mm-hmm. trust, that you know what you're doing and, and saying that, and I say it to pet parents on a regular basis, stop freaking out. Mm-hmm. You know what to do. And there are these wonderful um, things that exist that we can do that aren't going to harm our pets, that are going to help because it is so hard to find a good vet sometimes. Mm-hmm. It really is, which is why I'm such a proponent of telemedicine so that when you do find someone that you love, you should be able, I should be able to book an appointment with you. Mm-hmm. You know, I know you're in Hawaii, but I still should be able to book an appointment with you. <laughs> I know there's certain things that we couldn't do or talk mm-hmm. about or whatever, because you are so far away and you're not touching my pet, but mm-hmm. there's got to be something better because it's just not fair to the animals in the end. So mm-hmm. anyway, I got off on a tangent on that. Um, but tell me a little bit more about this uh, a bubbling and keeping ourselves safe again. If you could explain that for me one more sure, time. Sure, sure. So again, uh, the one tissue that ozone is very toxic to is the lung tissue. Okay. So you can't breathe in straight ozone gas. You need to um, you need to transmute it into something that's not toxic to the lung tissue. So if you're going to be using high concentrations of it, like if you're going to like uh, try and treat the ears or you're trying to do a limb bagging, you and you're not in a highly ventilated area or you can't protect yourself, um, there's certain like the limb bagging, you've got a special bag that you're using. You've got these outlet valves that, that are going from the bag. So there's one going in, there's one coming out, and it's going to an uh, ozone destruct unit, so to speak. So you're not breathing in the ozone, and you make sure you're in a highly ventilated area. If you don't have that kind of situation, you can bubble ozone gas through oil, and what comes out of that is a terpene, which is safe to breathe and actually is is good. It's still killing bacteria and 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 fun fungi and, and viruses so that's the safe way to do it and it could be any like a coconut oil um i know that uh so jonathan lowe who runs the o3 vets he usually recommends olive oil oh. and um yeah and there's actually a special unit that you can attach to your machine and you bubble it through that and you of course you have to you know you want to use what comes with the ozone generator because right. if it backs up and goes into if that oil goes into your generator you've just you just lost your generator, unfortunately. So just be careful when you're doing that to, to follow the directions, the instructions so, that come with the machine. Yeah. So uh, like I said, we have the machine. My next step mm-hmm. is how the hell do I get the oxygen? Um, because I can, I don't know how to get it. I um, I've don't want to do industrial. I only want to do medical. Um, mm-hmm. For our listeners, the difference, this was the new education. The difference between medical and industrial is medical is... Um, approved by the FDA and clean and a medical um, gas versus industrial where 
industrial, they use it now. I'm sorry, what do they use in scuba tanks? The medical or the industrial? I'm not sure. I think it's industrial. You know? Yeah, I'm not sure. it is yeah. because medical, you need a prescription. Yes. Correct. And industrial, you don't. So it's kind of like hmm. so confusing. So I can get an industrial tank, whether I go pretend to be a scuba diver or I buy it um, because I'm a welder because they also need it. Mm-hmm. I can get an industrial. But of course, I'm not interested in doing that. I only want to do medical. So, yeah. And I've been told I, by the ozone generator companies that it's fine whether you use industrial or I medical. They did. They so, did. I mean, I think the I industrial, don't, I don't feel comfortable. yeah. You're just probably going to get a, a large amount more than you ever possibly would use. Um, I would probably just you could you could get a, a prescription from your veterinarian if they're so over to it. Are they right? What do they do? I call up my vet and say, mm-hmm. well, like for instance, Doctor Zach is my vet. He's the mm-hmm. vet for CBD and for Beautify the Beast, and he has no idea who he's supposed to. Does he just write off their oxygen? He doesn't even know. Oh, wow. Yeah, no. So uh, he's got to do a little bit of research into his supply companies because there are a lot of medical supply companies out there because there's a lot of people that carry their little oxygen tanks yeah, around them. The so time. those, yeah. So use your ozone generator should come with a tank or you should be able to go to a supply house like that if you've got a prescription to get like an e-tank, which is the ones that most people lug around. Um, okay. And, and no, then no. your vet your vet just writes your prescription for that. And usually I just write E-tank and then I'll write in oxygen like five hours per liter. Okay. Um, and I, yeah, so something like that. And then- even I, for and a vet, just, But for a vet, he's a vet. He has no idea what he's supposed to do. <laughs> of course, he doesn't know anything about he can, he's he can, learning all about He can call it. me, he can call me then, you know, and, like, and I'll tell him how to write a prescription, yeah. But I'm gonna ask you today. And I did call a couple of places. So one place I called um, and they were like, yeah, we can do it. We can supply uh, you the oxygen, mm-hmm. but we can only send the oxygen to the address that the, his license, oh. the address that's on his license. And we're like, okay, what? well, he practices in five different states. So not really sure how that's going to work. And it's really strange. Really make sense. So, I would probably I would probably try and find a, an oxygen supply place in your in your local vicinity and get him to write a prescription. And I just give the client the prescription. It's a written prescription. They go to this place and they just they give them their tank or some places might have you buy their tank and then they'll fill it. And it. it's not it shouldn't be difficult because I think everybody in America, you know, they they get their they get their prescription from their MD and they go there and they they get their e tank. So it's the same thing. Okay, good. Yeah. Well, that helps because it's been it has been difficult trying to find oh, it. Maybe really? because companies aren't open or I don't know what. But we'll, find well oxygen oxygen is kind of mandatory. <laughs> it, it had to. That's the one industry that did not shut shut down was the medical supply of oxygen to people because they need it. They, they right. need it to survive. Right. So like here, it never shut down. All the medical you know, facilities or adjunctive care never shut down in Hawaii, as locked down as we were. But uh, I would just like go through your yellow pages and try like to find medical supply places and see which ones will, will supply you with oxygen, whether they require a tank, whether they re- require, um, you know, you to to provide your own tank. So when you bought your generator, did it come with a tank? No. Well, it's, it's O3's um, generator. Oh, so you just bought, you didn't buy the kit. You just bought the generator. Okay. Oh, I thought I bought the 
I thought about the kit, but I guess I didn't. So I have to buy the kit. I know they sell a little deep oxygen <clears throat> tank. Um, okay, so then I probably did not get the whole kit then. So, <clears throat> so for you, you probably would want to get an e-tank because it's a little bit bigger than the little one that, that yeah. comes with the hummingbird. And um, usually the, like these oxygen supply places will have you buy the tank and they'll fill it out and they'll just, when they, we need to fill it out, they'll just trade you with another tank. That's okay, how perfect. some of our, like, like our companies work here. Like a yeah, Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So I also know that you um, are a big believer in full spectrum hemp extract, um, mm -hmm. even though that you don't uh, sell it or prescribe it at your practice. Um, but is this... This to me is the ozone is another wonderful natural way to really help our pets um, along with the full spectrum. Do you agree with me on that? Definitely. And ozone can be used pretty much with anything and ozone will enhance the effects of things. So you could use it with the CBD, you can use it with herbs, you can use it with acupuncture. So there's even where you can inject ozone gas under the skin at acupuncture points, follow it with acupuncture and it makes it work more effectively. Or like I said, I'll use it in joints. Yeah. I was say, and have I, and are you doing this? Cause I have another vet who actually puts <clears throat> full spectrum on her tips of her acupuncture needles before she puts them in too. So all of this, I love how they all work together because I believe they all work. It's just enhancing. It's all natural modalities, helping each other um, and, and helping our pets the most. Well, we're, we're done. So tell, uh, let our audience know where can they find more information about you, follow you, and then um, for the ozone, where should they go to find more information about that? The ozone, I think that the O3 Vets channel on YouTube is a great source. Um, he does, uh, as I said, he does these, these, these videos where the public is invited to watch them. I think even with our veterinary seminars, I think he does post them on the channel on YouTube. Great. For me, I, I'm not on Facebook. I'm old fashioned. I'm not into social media. Um, I know my clinic probably has a Facebook address for Mackay Pet Hospital. Um, How do you spell and that? it's M-A-K-A-I and then Pet Hospital. Sorry. Yeah, I know it's a Hawaiian word. So yeah. <laughs> that's what I would have guessed, though. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, that's that's uh, I think looking at uh, Jonathan's videos are the best for the ozone. But um yeah. Uh, oh, wonderful. I can't wait for us to be able to travel again and for me to go see you. And I know that mm -hmm. you come to my area to learn more about O3. So mm -hmm. I can't wait till to actually meet you in person. Thank you so much for joining us today. Oh, pleasure being here and thank you for having me. The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited.